0: Hi,
1: I'm Kevin Drinkall. Hi, and I'm Michelle Nikolai, and we welcome you to SciZone Networks Podcast. We've been in the network industry for over 15 years, and in these podcasts, we want to try and untangle the world of networking, debunk some of those myths, explain some real world examples on the way, to help you make better choices about selecting the right tech, product, and even help you guys build faster, more reliable, scalable networks, or just to keep your kids happy at home. So welcome back for another podcast, and in today's podcast we're going to cover 4G, 5G, LTE, FWA, there's all sorts of different terminologies, so let's try and understand some of those, and also understand the real benefits of using this type of connectivity in our deployments in uh, the real world.
0: Yeah, but before we go into those details, maybe we
1: should address the opportunity of these uh, products that we want to discuss. Absolutely, no problem at all. So I think... You know, for businesses who are looking at this type of technology, it's really important to understand that it's estimated that by 2027, that over 230 million connections will be fixed wireless access. So it's pretty impressive, um, and you know, versus today's figures, right?
0: So let's talk about the the differences and the the terminology of the uh, of the standard.
1: Absolutely. So for for starters, let's let's start with some of the basics, right? So 3G, 4G, 5G. The G itself stands for generation. You'll often hear the term LTE, which means Long-Term Evolution. And actually this is related to the 4G standard that was introduced around 2008. 4G itself, which and today there's a mix of 4G and 5G and we'll we'll cover that as we go along, but when 4G was introduced it's around seven times faster than 3G or the previous generation of of fixed wires access or mobile connectivity. And 4G or 4G LTE is measured in categories. So often you'll see cat 1, 2, 3. Uh, and actually, technically, there are 26 categories in total. But realistically, devices in the mainstream, the highest performing cat that you probably normally see on typical devices will be cat 20 and this gives us and i'll say theoretical speeds of two gigabits per second in terms of download and 300 or 316 megabits per second in terms of upload so pretty impressive performance right
0: yeah so if i get it right then the higher the cat number the higher the speed i can expect that's more or less what you're saying
1: Yes, kind of there are some a few exceptions in the standard, but I mean we're not going to cover that topic today uh, but yes in in roughly speaking it's kind of like that, so um there are some that they've kind of slotted in between which do the the spec differs. But this is not something that I'll you know, I think it's a bit too deep for our podcast, right? If you are using routers or or for networking, right? You're using uh, fixed wireless access as a alternative connectivity, or you're looking at this as an, an opportunity, then I definitely would look at something, or you know, the highest spec you will probably see, like I said before, would be Cat twenty. These speeds are pretty impressive as well. And on top of that, then we move on to 5G, or 5G NR, which is the new radio, which is what NR stands for, which also, the standard itself, 5G, can theoretically do 20 gigabits per second. But 5G is kind of broken down into components, so the real 20 gigabits per second speed will come from different technologies that will be added to it, like milliwave. But we won't be covering that in this podcast, we'll be looking at traditional deployments and how standard business products worked today, which most of the products are designed to do 5 gigabits per second down and 2.5 gigabits per second up in terms of theoretical speed.
0: So yeah, we, we talked about a technical specification on five g but really what we want to know is what can we expect with these technology in, in the real world. So my question to you, Kevin, should we consider 4 5G as our main connection?
1: So it really depends uh, on what you have today and what's available to you, right? So the tariff uh, and the availability of 4G and 5G really gives you a good alternative to deliver network connectivity especially if you're in you know remote locations or difficult locations or your alternative is ADSL, vdSL and in some cases the 4g and 5 g actually could probably outperform that in some countries it really depends on the tariff because obviously you you obviously have a cost element to the tariff from the service provider. But in terms of the technology-wise, absolutely, you could use it as a, an alternative. And, and actually, as we go for this podcast, we'll demonstrate some of those, I guess, or discuss some of those that we've actually seen in the real world, right?
0: But do you really think that people are, are looking for these kinds of high speeds that we can now offer with the 5G technology.
1: So again, while the spec of the devices and the spec of 5G can actually deliver, you know, I mean, I'll take one of our devices or a couple of our devices we have in our series, right? So we have the NR510 and the NR710. And these are both capable of providing 5 gigabits per second down and 2.5 gigabits per second up. But it all is down to the provider and what they are giving you in the real world and this is this is so variable i mean we have seen you know for example some connectivity in the nordics has actually exceeded the 1 gig mark and of course when you pass 1 gig the bottleneck is often the lan side of the device which is why these devices like the nr510 and these 710 actually have a multi gig port on the back of them as well so you can really dig into you know and actually achieve that that kind of throughput is possible as well
0: so yeah, for the for the audience that is uh, that are listening, if you want to know more about multi gig and the advantages and the speed that you can achieve in this example, it's 2.5 gig. But we have a nice podcast on that one as well. So if you want to familiarize with that technology feel free to stream that or download and see what the technology can bring bring for you
1: yeah absolutely i think uh, you know if you're interested in the multi gig technology there's another podcast to listen to which digs a bit, a bit deeper into that that type of technology but actually going back to the topic i think the term fixed wireless access was actually introduced into the market to describe the fact that 5g 4g to some degree, along with some of the other technologies that's available, can actually be used as a true a true alternative. And additionally, I would consider you know even if you weren't going to use these as a main connectivity, there is the option to use it as a failover or or an over overflow in terms of capacity as well. And I think you know as we go through this podcast, we'll cover some of those items as well. So yeah,
0: yeah, we we, we talked about the the five G as a big increase in speed but it's not only about speed isn't it
1: no i mean in five in 5g's kind of whole specification and we're not going to really dig deep dive into the technology right which is going to just give you a top level view but from us sp or a service provider point of view the 5g benefits is that it has a much higher capacity and they have more available spectrum to work with which ultimately means you get a better experience as a you know as a customer but the connectivity itself obviously you know increases the speed like we discussed you get this 5 gigabits per second that we mentioned uh, or theoretical uh, and it has super low latency you know below 10 milliseconds versus the 40 or 50 milliseconds that you would get on a good day in 4g right and for those people who don't know about latency and what that really means it refers to what happens between a user when it takes an action on a network or application and how long it takes to get back a response so if you're a gamer you'll probably be familiar with this already latency is often measured in ping rate so you know you'll see the millisecond rates this And this is the time it takes for you to get a response, you know. In other words, uh, less lag in a game, right? So,
0: (laughs) yeah, especially for the people that are the true gamers among our audience, they know about latency. When you play an action game, you want to make sure that your latency is very low to make sure that you can win from your opponent. So, yeah, that's a
1: a very good example. Yeah, I I can hear some light bulbs go boom oh wow (laughs) that's what it means right but in business actually a high ping which is anything over 100 milliseconds personally that's how I would look at it can result in poor quality of video you know poor audio similarly if you're using connectivity at home you know lags in games like we just said poor video quality and streaming etc so the experience becomes very bad with high latency so with 5G you get a massive massive reduction in terms of you know, in terms of latency, which is an absolute bonus.
0: So I think it's enough about technology. We, we, we spoke about a lot of what in, in detail, although we wanted not to go in that much detail. But I think for uh, in general, you have a good idea what the technology can bring. So maybe it's good that we talk about scenarios or use
1: cases that we can leverage from this technology. Yeah, I mean, there's so many cases in the application for mobile connectivity or fixed wireless access, right? So it really depends where you are and what you're doing as a business, right? But I think with the advancement of 5G, it gives us almost an endless scope of types of connectivity, whether it's home, connecting homes, or rural area, or harder to reach locations. There's so many. But, I mean, I guess let's, let's look at some of the kind of ones that, I guess we're interested from projects from our point of view when we you know, when we are involved as a vendor. So I guess we can start with all of the different types of connectivity that you see. 5G or 4G offers a real failover solution for mission critical connectivity but i guess nowadays everything is mission critical right
0: <laughs> yeah and and it and of course if you're expecting the service from your server provider with your fixed line connectivity then yeah if if in this crucial environment you need internet connection then the this mobile connection over 4 or 5g yeah might be crucial yeah to uh, have this uh, into your scenario to make sure that uh, you can always run your business uh, with the connectivity we're providing?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, it goes about saying that anything, you know, in business wise, if you've got connectivity, if the we've seen actually quite often that that when people are using 5G as an alternative technology and they find the right tariffs, of course, right? We've actually seen people switch. Round the five G connectivity becomes the main connectivity, and the I don't know ADSL, VDSL service becomes the the failover. I've seen. That. I mean, this happens, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. People they're they're, they're switching. they switching and say, yeah, my, my backup is even faster than my main main internet connection. What's happening here? But yeah, it really depends on the tariff and what kind of subscription you have with your mobile provider in order to to have this as your primary primary or your secondary connection to the internet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, whilst the technology is there, it's completely dependent on your location, tariff uh, and availability, right? So but, but as a technology-wise, it's absolutely possible to deliver you know, a service. The other thing you could look at is, and we've seen quite a lot, is the cafes, the retail stores. We've seen loads of these, you know, and even fuel station chains have used to ensure that they have an always-on connectivity for their payment devices, right? Loss of revenue by not being able to take a payment is absolutely mission critical for these types of environments. And this is where we see a lot of deployments in this type of technology especially as a, a failover or even as the primary connectivity itself, right? So.
0: Yeah, 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 of course. And there's also another category that is cannot rely on a fixed uh, line. So they always need to rely on their mobile connection, on their 4 or 5G connection. So in these kinds of scenarios, like events or festivals where you need... Point of sales system or credit card machines, or or other kind of devices that need connectivity, there is an ideal solution to to put these products in. Yeah,
1: even seen parking ticket machines used, yeah, right? Even we, yeah, we saw some of those done before as well, right? So where, you know, the parking machines are in a multi-story and they have a five G connection on the top, and then they they create like a small network inside. I, I've seen this as well, right? So so absolutely where it becomes critical. But, of course, there are other, uh, you know, elements. A lot of uh, is deployments in construction sites where, I mean, nowadays they need connectivity, et cetera. We've also seen things like temp, internet connectivity, mobile stores, like, you know, like pop-up stores in remote locations. And even things like, you know, nature reserves where they've got a cafe there or they've got, you know, beach type deployments as well. So utilizing 5G as an alternative to fixed lines is actually quite common. Uh, now, now that five G is widely, you know, deployed, and even the four G, you know, itself as well, is a is a good alternative. So the other other uh, side of things is, you know, IOT devices connecting sensors, remote gates, and also things that are remote monitoring of some description is quite interesting as well. And we see a lot of those being delivered and one of my favorite deployments or interesting projects that i ever worked on was when we used 4g 5g products on a cruise ship it was you know going through the fjords and they actually combined four or five 5g or 4g units before 5g was about uh, and then they load balanced them in conjunction with one of our firewalls so it gives you an idea of how you could deploy these, right? Or how you could use it as an alternative for connectivity. And the, the even benefit of that was that they utilized Nebula as well, so they could completely remotely manage that product. And we'll touch a little bit about that later in the podcast.
0: Yeah, it was a good example for the cruise ship where we can deploy our our products in. It's, it's a very nice example. But now we're talking about products, uh, maybe we should go through the product line that we have where we uh, can deploy these nice mobile connectivity on. And we have a few in our lineup. To start with, it's our LTE 3301+. It's a 4G LTE router with CAT6 connectivity. And as we learned, that CAT6 is delivering around 300 megabits per second. So for simple connectivity where speed is not crucial, it's a perfect product to to start with. So it's it for low data rate usage in remote locations. It's a perfect
1: product. The product does include Wi-Fi as well, and it has a little um, some ports on the back as well. So this allows you to an all-in-one router, right? So it's a pretty good. Product as a product.
0: yeah we sell those a lot in retail stores and cafes yeah small uh, small shops where where this is really key to to have a backup on uh, on 4G
1: so I think you know for an entry level that's not bad but when we're talking about the 5g where the real change happens we should look at the uh, fixed wireless access or FWA 510 again you know, it's an all in one device. Uh, this one has 5G. It contains uh, what we call AX3600 Wi Fi, so 3.6 gigabits per second Wi Fi 6 uh, Wi Fi and also you know it's rated as under 5g so it does 5 gigabits per second down theoretically and 2.5 gigabits per second up uh, this can carries a multi-gig 2.5 gig LAN, so we can really take advantage of the upper speeds and pass that threshold of one gig where the bottleneck is normally on the land side so ideal for i don't know things like small office home office remote locations Again, you can use it for pop-up stores and all sorts of different things, right? Like we said before, it's almost endless. We're just giving you some examples. So, yeah.
0: Also, a good example if to to use uh, the FWA five ten in a caravan or camper van or holiday home, uh, where you share the internet with your family. And the nice feature that we have on this product that we have a button on top, where we can. Uh, disable or enable the wi-fi connectivity so also in a home environment it's a, it's a very good product to, to use
1: so and then of course we i mean i would say a very popular device uh, or back devices is our outdoor 5g product right which is ip rated so um, and also is dedicated you know with a, a a high gain antenna, so it definitely gives you a much better reception than any cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the advantage is that it, it is also PoE powered, right? So we have the FWA seven ten, which is a five G product with the multi gig on, on the bottom and can be PoE powered. And you know, when it's PoE powered, it, it can remove some of the overhead of installing. You just need external. Cat five or six cabling to pit to power it outside rather than needing to add electric outside and. The other product we have is the NR7101 which is similar kind of spec but has a 1G uh, LAN on it and also has ability to do dual SIM failover. So if you are really using mission critical devices etc and you want to have some kind of failover that's using two different networks then again you can use this product as well. It's also worth mentioning that all of the products we mentioned in that list there I mean there is a there is a few extra more models, but we really really covering the base of the main product's capability. It's something we get asked a lot, is can it actually work backwards? So, of course, 5G is able to drop to 4G and even 3G, although in some countries now, that they've already dropped off 3G. They don't support it anymore. And also, these products can be used as what's called a bridge or IP pass-through. And that essentially allows the device to act as an internet, internet termination device and pass everything to another device like a, a router or a firewall. Uh, so it becomes kind of passive, right, and, uh, and determines it. But these questions we get asked a lot, right? They, people ask these all the time.
0: So. Yeah, because people, they, they want to use their backup line for VPNs as well. And then, as I think a lot of the audience knows, that it's very common that we want to have our public IP number on our firewall because it's much easier to configure than if there is a router in in front of it. So, yeah, so the pass-through capability that we offer, it's a a very nice feature, and it was seen as a big benefit in the backup solutions that we can provide.
1: So one of the real challenges of delivering remote connectivity like this, like 5G and 4G products, is actually managing the product. So there's two things that that jump out to me that we should maybe mention to the audience is that in our own product line, uh, we actually have a tool, especially for the outdoor products, uh, called Zizel Air, which allows you to connect to the unit itself and align it so, and point it at the antenna because they are directional. So, so it's quite an important factor when you are deploying it outdoor. Uh, but to make it easier, you can use this app. The other challenge is managing the product remotely. One of the biggest problems that I, that we see as a vendor is how how do you, how do you remotely manage these products in the field? And this is something that. We've tried to tackle immensely. Maybe Michelle, do you want to touch on that? Maybe,
0: yeah, yeah. Managing all those devices is is always, a, a, yeah, a struggle. Yeah, to do that properly, and for people that are more familiar with with Zizel and maybe listen to earlier podcasts, is that we have a great platform in place to manage all kind of active devices into our network and not only four 5G routers will go in this platform, but also our firewalls and and access points and switches. So you have a complete system where you can manage all your active devices and can be alerted when something yeah, is going wrong. So you can really proactive Act on it to fix the issue probably earlier than yeah your customer uh, will know that there is an issue. So that's a very powerful platform that we offer together with our 4/5G routers that we have in place.
1: So I think the real benefit when you use the Nebula platform, and by the way, there is another podcast on Nebula as well. So if you're really interested in the Nebula platform, there's loads of information on the platform online. And we have another podcast which talks about Nebula in a bit more detail. But the real nice thing with the 5G and and the LTE products is that you can create kind of a hybrid approach as well so you have the monitoring tool the firmware upgrades and the and the alerts but also you can create a remote tunnel to the device and actually access the device remotely and make the adjustments on the device as well which is really really nice uh, way to look at it as well so For me, this is a a much, much better way of deploying or handling these remote devices. So, you know, we get the speed, so the real high performance speed, we get the multi-gig LAN on some of the devices that we have, and we have the management platform. And if you are deploying outside, you can take advantage of the PoE, and you can take advantage of the Zizel Air application for alignment. And then if you really want to use it as a full, complete solution with the rest of the network, we have all the other products that can be put in the same platform as well. So it's a very nice uh, open, round ecosystem i think so uh so i guess that that brings us to the end right
0: yeah i think we cover it uh, quite nice with everything i hope that our audience has some new ideas maybe some new opportunities they can uh, work on yeah and see what what it uh, will bring us for the future more of these products let's
1: see so let's, uh, let's round up and uh, thank you very much for joining our podcast. Be sure to check out the other ones that we mentioned in the, in the list and, and thank you for listening.